0: Good morning. This morning we'll be looking at Jesus Christ, our perfect high priest. We'll be looking at the qualifications of the Old Testament priest in contrast with Christ, who met, in a sense, the same qualifications, but even more, in a perfect sense. We'll be looking at uh, two types. Uh, As you were, not two topics, but uh, two points uh, with sub points. The primary point, first primary point would be the qualifications of the high priest. And we'll be looking at that in verses one through four. And then we'll look at Christ's qualifications, verses five through ten. Our text is Hebrews five, verses one through ten this morning. And so if you have a copy of God's word, look with me at the text. Remember, this is God's word, God's word to us, to instruct us, to guide us, to lead us, to convict us, give attention to God's word here this morning. Hebrews 5, verses 1 through 10. For every high priest chosen from among men is appointed to act on behalf of men in relation to God, to offer gifts. And sacrifices for sins he can deal gently with the ignorant and wayward since he himself is beset with weakness because of this he is obligated to offer sacrifice for his own sins just as he does for the, for those of the people and no one takes this honor for himself but only when called by God just as Aaron was From death, and he was heard because of his reverence. Although he was a son, he learned obedience through what he suffered. And being made perfect, he became the source of eternal salvation to all who obey him. Being designated by God a high priest after the order of Melchizedek. This is God's word. Give heed to God's holy word. the writer of Hebrews has been making the case for the superiority of Jesus Christ, the preeminence of Jesus Christ in all things. He has shown us that Jesus is superior to all the prophets. Jesus is superior to the angels. Jesus was superior to Moses, to Aaron. Uh, Jesus in our text, we'll see, is superior to all other high priests. Remember how Jesus was described to us last week in the text. He was described as the what? Our great high priest. Jesus is our great high priest. And, and, and I want you to think about this before we go in, into the text. These are believers, Jewish believers, those who profess to be believers. Je- uh, the, the author is writing to them to strengthen them in their faith. So there is something important about Jesus and his high priestly ministry that, that is essential to our faith. It's important that we th- these, these aren't just uh, things that we read over and we should forget. The fact that Jesus is our great high priest, his qualification, that he qualifies to be our great high priest, this this serves to strengthen our faith. The, the book of Hebrews is one of the, the most neglected books in the Bible, but it shouldn't be that way. The book of Hebrews is to, just like any of the book of Leviticus, uh, which we uh, would we'll read about Aaron and and, and the, the, the creation of, of worship uh, among the people of God and the tabernacle. All of those things are essential to our faith. It's essential to our faith, when when as we face the reality of, of of the remaining sin in us, for these people they're suffering under Nero, and I don't know if you know about Nero. Go look him up. He was a bad dude. He was he was bad. He 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 persecuted the believers for fun because he hated the Christians. And one of the things I remember about Nero is that he would he would uh, have these. These these uh, occasions where he would take Christians and and dip them in tar and light them to to light the guard, light his garden at night. That's how bad Nero was. And this is what these I believe these these Christians are going through. They're, they're dealing with the suffering under Nero. And the writer says to them, hold fast to your faith and conf- your, your faith and confidence in Christ. Hold to your faith in him by knowing him. You get that last part? Hold fast to your confidence in him by knowing him. We have to be intentional in our knowing Jesus Christ. And so the author, he's going to show us that Jesus meets every qualification to be our great high priest. This is this this is important because sinful man cannot approach God by himself. There has to be a mediator. And Jesus is the perfect mediator to bring us all the way to heaven, all the way to heaven to God. So let's look at the text and look at let's First, look at the qualifications for the high priest, the qualifications for the Levitical priesthood. And we'll, we'll start here in verse one and we'll see uh, that the, the high priest had to be chosen from among men. Look at verse number one. For every high priest chosen from among men is appointed to act on behalf of men in relation to God to offer gifts and sacrifice sacrifices for sin. In, in, in order for uh, one to to act as a representative for the people before God, the, there, there had to be uh, certain qualifications. The, the first qualification we see here. Uh, to, the, to the office of, of, of high priest. Look, he says, for every high priest chosen. He, the, 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 the high priest had, had to be chosen. This chosen here is passive, which means that the, the those who uh, were high priests did not choose themselves. God had to choose them. God chose from the tribe of Levi, Aaron, and his descendants to serve as high priests. We see this in Exodus 28. Exodus 28 verse number 1. Exodus 28 verse number 1 it says uh the the uh Moses of uh, of Moses he's been given instruction by God to to how to prepare the tabernacle and and uh, the sanctuary and, and the, the showbread, all these different things about the tabernacle. Now he's uh, God is giving an instruction on the those who are to be the high priest. Verse one, he says, then bring near to you, Aaron, your brother and his sons with him. Notice from among the people of Israel to serve me as priest, Aaron and Aaron's sons. Nahab, Abihu, Eleazar, and Ismar. These of uh, these Aaron's and his son and his household, they were chosen by God to serve in the priesthood. So this is the qualification. They had to be chosen. And they had to be chosen from among men. Notice the phrase. For, uh, in, in back in Hebrews chapter 5, verse 1, it says, For every high priest chosen from among men the point the the writer is making here that in order to be qualified as a high priest the high priest had to be a man he had to be human couldn't be an angel and, and 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 why because of the nature of the of the the priestly ministry of the of the high priest he 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 had to be to be qualified he had to be partaker of the human nature this brings us to Christ right Christ came in, in the incarnation to be a man like us. And, and so Christ met the, the qualification uh, to, to be a high priest, the same qualification that was demanded of the Old Testament high priest. The, he had to be chosen and he had to be chosen from among men. He had to be a man. And Matthew Henry helps our thinking in regards to this. Listen to Matthew Henry. He says, quote, this implies, he gives four things. He says, number one, that man has sin. Two, that, man, that God would not admit sinful man to come to him immediately and alone without a high priest who must be taken from among men. Three, that God was pleased to take one from among men by whom they might approach God in hope and might be received and that he might receive them with honor. Fourthly, he says, therefore, uh, that every one shall now be welcome to God that comes to him by his priest. In quote, this is the necessity of the high priestly ministry. It was a It was in a sense, God's compassion. And His mercy to sinful people, that they uh, through the high priest was would still maintain a relationship and be reconciled to Holy God, and it was only through the high priest. No one could come and do what the high priest did. We'll talk about this here in a few minutes. But the high priest had to be chosen from among men for the sake of bringing men near to God, and that's what we see next. Notice. For every high priest chosen from among men is appointed to act on behalf of men in relation to God. The high priest was taken from among among men and appointed to be to to act on the behalf of men. He is appointed here is again passive. The 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 high priest didn't appoint he didn't appoint himself. He didn't didn't appoint himself to this work. And and what is this, what is it that he was appointed to? notice what? Notice notice the phrase uh, is appointed, notice, to act on behalf of men in relation to God. This is what he was appointed to. He was appointed to represent man before God. That that was his appointment. He was to to represent man. This this is why he had to be human. Angels could not represent man before God. Why? Because they're angels. They're not human. Only a man could 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 represent mankind. Humanity before God is why he had to be human. He is human because he is going to act on behalf of men. He, he was to represent men before God. Notice that little phrase in relation to God. This was the, this was the nature of his ministry. His, 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 he, he had the special privilege and the responsibility to serve as a mediator. That, the, he had the, 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 the privilege to serve as a mediator between God and man. They, 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 they came when, 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 they, when they came to God, they came to God for man. They came to God for the sake of man. And, and, and for what purpose? What, 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 what purpose did, 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 uh, did they come to God? And notice that this is one of the primary functions of the high priest. One of the primary functions of the high priest is to offer sacrifice for sins. Notice the phrase to offer gifts and sacrifices for sins. I said this in the beginning the people could not approach God directly they, they couldn't they, they they had no direct relationship with God and, and and so they had to bring their their gifts they had to bring the, the sacrifices for sins they had to bring all of that they had to bring it to the priest and the, and the high priest would offer it to God for them to make atonement. For their sins. They, they, they couldn't do it on their own. Tur- turn to Leviticus chapter 16. Leviticus chapter 16. Leviticus chapter 16 verse 16. Verse 16 says. Thus, talking about he, this is Aaron. Thus he shall shall make atonement for the holy place because of the uncleanness of the people of Israel and because of their transgressions, all their sins. And so he shall do for the tent of meeting who dwells with them in the midst of their uncleanness. The, the offering that uh, that Aaron w- was to offer was for the uncleanness and the transgressions of the people. They, they, they couldn't approach God in, 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 a, in a way that was not informed by God. We too cannot approach God in a way that is not informed by scripture. The, the only way, we can come to holy God is through Jesus Christ his son. There is only one mediator. And so Aaron uh, was, and, and the high priesthood was, was necessary. To, they, they were necessary to, to make a, a, a sacrifice for sin so that the people could be reconciled to God. They, they, they offered sacrifices that dealt with the sin problem. There was a sin problem with man. And so they offered sacrifices for the people that dealt with the problem of sin before a holy God. Uh, Hughes, in in the New International Commentary of the New Testament, he says this. He says of the high priest, he says, His office was concerned, above all, with the radical problem of human sinfulness and the need of the people for reconciliation with God. You think about Christ in that way. Do do, do you think about the necessity of Jesus Christ being your mediator between holy God do you think about Christ being the one who enables you to call God father? And last week, what did we learn about the, the privilege that we have as God people? We have the privilege to be able to come before his throne, the throne of grace with confidence. That's because of Jesus Christ. your high priest. You couldn't have those privileges. You would have no privilege at all apart from Christ. That had... Uh, I hope that it sinks deep into your heart because as a sinner, apart from Christ, God didn't owe you anything but wrath. And and so for for the people of Israel, the the high priest was a blessing for them to maintain a relationship with the holy God. They would offer sacrifices for that very reason, and so they had to be chosen. They had to be chosen from among men to to represent man, to act on behalf of man, and and, and also he had to he he could sympathize with the people. We'll see this in verses two through three. As a man, as a man, the high priest, he can he can deal notice gently with the ignorant and wayward. Deal gently here. Or some of your Bibles may translate it as uh, have compassion, it means that the that the high priest he could he could moderate the way he feel, he, he, he could moderate his feelings towards sinful people. He he could he could be patient. He could he could he could moderate his passions and, and his feelings and be patient when dealing with those who who the, the text says who sin in their ignorance. Who who sinned and didn't know it, as well as those who were wayward, those who who were misguided, those who wandered from the path. The 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 the, the high priest, because he was was a man, he could deal gently with such people. He could deal gently with sinners. Uh, Pfeiffer in, in his commentary noted this. He said the the sympathy, uh, and and this is what he's talking about. The, the writers talking about it. the the priest is able to, to sympathize. He says the sympathy is itself a form of suffering. The the sympathy itself is a form of suffering. The priest does not hide, or as you were, does not side with the sinner against the righteous demands of, of the holy God, but he does show a sympathy with the sinner. At the very time he expresses by word and act severity toward that sin. What was that severity toward the sin? It was the sacrifices, the sacrifice, the the offerings that, that uh, he, at the same time, he's, he's making these, these offerings, these, giving these gifts on behalf of the people to God. And he is to do all of those things with the right mind. He's to serve the people with a humble attitude. He's not to be prideful. He is not to be arrogant toward those who sin. And we'll see why here, uh, uh, coming up, that that he himself was a sinner. Uh, Leon Morris, in his uh, commentary, uh, he said this, quote, they were to take the middle course between apathy and anger. (laughs) They're to to take the, the middle course. The, 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 they're to, they're to, to go to, to have the, the attitude of being on the, on the middle ground. They're, they're to hate sin, but they in a sense, in a sense, they're to be compassionate toward those who are sinners because of the nature of their ministry. They shouldn't be harsh or angry because of the people's sins. In other words, he, he, he should be humble. He should have humble, loving concern for them because why? He was a sinner. Look, notice the text. It says he can deal gently with the ignorant and wayward since he himself is beset or is kind of like clothed with weakness. Being a a fallen man, he he understood the weakness of those he represented because he was aware and acquainted with his own weakness. Uh, He was always conscious of his sinful nature. And, and because of, of his weakness and because of, of the fact that he is a, a sinner, just like those he represent. He, he couldn't be judgmental toward those who, because if he offered a sacrifice with the wrong attitude, uh, he could. Matter of fact, he couldn't serve. He couldn't come and offer the sacrifice if he didn't have a compassionate attitude. He He couldn't be judgmental. He couldn't turn up his nose at others who are ignorant and weak. He, to, he was to be gentle with them. And remember, time and, you know, the pre, the, they, they offered sacrifice and on a day of atonement, that was the main sacrifice that the high priest offered uh, for, for the sins of the people. But just think, uh, they're, they're getting these, these, these sacrifices and they're seeing blood day by day. And, and and you know and 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 are to 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 understand that the blood that they're seeing the blood that the animals are shed, are shedding is is because of the sin of the people and their sin. So so he could uh, he could he could sympathize with with the people. He could be gentle because he was a sinner as well. And notice, uh, verse three says, because of this he is obligated to offer. Sacrifice for, for his own sins, just as he does for those of the people obligated here. He says that because of this, he is obligated. Obligated means that he had to do this. He, he, he had to. He had no option. There, there, was, there was no other option but for him to offer sacrifice for his sins, just as he does for the people. There was no other. There was, there was no option. There was, this was his, he was obligated to do this. He had to to deal with his own sins before he could stand before the God as a representative for the people to to deal with their sins. Even even though this is a high priest is is an exalted position, but he had to offer sacrifices for himself. And this is something similar to what, what is said in Galatians. Galatians chapter chapter six, Galatians chapter six. And and this points more to our attitude toward one another. When sin is involved, Galatians chapter six, verse one says, brothers. If anyone is caught in a transgression, you who are spiritual should restore him in a spirit of. Gentleness. Keep watch on yourselves, lest you to be tempted. It, it, this, this is this is this is the 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 heart that we'd have toward one another when when, when when sin is involved. We're to be compassionate, not pointing fingers, not waiting till somebody fall and point the finger and point them out. Would it be compassionate? Would to have sympathy? Because if it wasn't for God, we would be a far more worse sinner than what we are. And and so he would, could sympathize with the people because he was a sinner. But he and, and so and this is this is another qualification. He was appointed by God. We'll see this in verse four. The 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 the. the Uh, he says and no one takes this honor for himself just as no elders no pastors no 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 deacons no they they can't appoint themselves the high priest couldn't appoint he 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 wasn't to call himself so no one takes this honor for himself but only when called by god just as aaron was no one could take the this special honor of, of being a high priest upon himself. No one could select themselves to be a high priest. He, he must be. He must be called. He must be called just as Aaron was. And, and why? Why is it that, that, that he, must be, he, he must not appoint himself? Well, I think it's because God takes worship seriously. This is why the high priest couldn't he couldn't come in and, and, and appoint himself because God takes worship to him seriously. The high priest had to come in. He had to have certain had, had a, a certain uh, gear on. He, he couldn't. When he was called, when he was called, he had to, he had to dress appropriately when he came and served the, the people, uh, served God on behalf of the people. God takes his worship seriously. Saul tried Saul tried to do what the high priest did. He tried to do what the priest did in 1 Samuel 13. And what happened to him? God took his kingdom. Remember King Uzziah that Isaiah writes about in Isaiah 6? King Uzziah in 2nd Chronicles uh, chapter 26, King Uzziah was he was filled with pride and he entered the temple to burn incense which is the duty of the priest. He he went in and and, and he he burned incense and God struck him with leprosy as punishment for his sin. The worship of God is not to be played with. is the point that that we should get from this. And if we say that we're coming to, to worship God, if we're saying we're coming to worship him, it should be upon the merits of Jesus Christ. What we do in in the the service uh, as a a believer should be done because of what Christ has done. It shouldn't be done because we're boasting in ourselves. Because apart from Christ, there is no way that you could could approach God. You you, you couldn't. so So no one is to take this honor of, of of no one took the honor of being a priest upon himself, because God took it seriously, and He punished those. There were more in in the Old Testament. He punished those who did who took this, that to tried to take this responsibility, or, or or was was indifferent in their responsibility toward uh, the the toward God and their service uh, toward God, like Ahab and uh, uh, nabahu So so he he, he must be. To, appointed by God. Now we're now we're going to look at Christ's qualifications. Christ's qualifications. And we'll see first that he was appointed by God. Jesus didn't didn't take the claim of the 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 high priest's office. Uh, he he didn't take this himself. He didn't make himself a high priest. He was appointed by God to his priestly work. Look at verse five. So also Christ did not exalt himself to be made a high priest. Notice uh, that, that, that the author addresses Jesus, the, the son of God is Christ, Christ, the Messiah, the anointed one. He, the, and that's important because he is saying that, that the one who was prophesied in the Old Testament, the one who was prophesied to come, he, he didn't come into the world and seize the honor of, of being a priest for himself. It, it was it was prophesied in the Old Testament that he would be the high priest. It, it was pro- and, and, and and more so, it was prophesied that he would uh, he would uh, be the the son. He, he is the he, that he is the son, and that that he he would be the, the, the coming king, who would also be a, a priest. And notice what the author says. He says, So also Christ did not exalt himself to be made high priest, but was appointed by him who said to him, You are my son. Today I have begotten you. We're familiar with this. This was quoted earlier in, in Hebrews. Uh, here the, the author is pointing to, to the fact that 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 the appointment Uh, of Christ is is, is the appointment of the one who is the son. This is a quotation from Psalm two and seven. And and so in in the old Testament, what what we see here is that Christ has the office of of high priest by divine appointment. This, this, he says, you are my son in, in, in Psalm two, this is talking about the, the one whom all the Kings of the earth will come against. Uh, our priest is is Christ, Jesus Christ, our priest. He is the son of God who is the king of kings. He, he, is, a, he is a high priest, the king who is appointed by God. He, he is the eternal son of God. He, he is the one who is the eternal son of God without beginning and without ending. And, and, and what does that say? Toward to about God, uh, Jesus Christ representing us. He, he He is the eternal one. He he, ne- he He never changes. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. This is This is the one who 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 was declared uh, 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 declared to be the high priest. He He is called the Son. He is the Son of God, and it is this Christ that we read about. He. He passed through the heavens <laughs> and, and he is now seated at the right hand of God. No other earthly high priest can make that claim. Christ has gone through the heavens because he's the son of God. He is God. And he sits at the right hand of the, the right hand of power. He sits at the right hand of God because he is the son of God. This 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 one who is appointed. Is 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 the son of God, so this this is this is his qualification, and he's qualified also because he was appointed after the order of Melchizedek. Look at verse six, as he says also in another place. You are a priest, Hallelujah. <laughs> you are a priest forever, after the order of Melchizedek. This is quoted from Psalm. One ten verse four God spoke to david's lord this this and, and they, God spoke to David lord, promising him that he would be priest this wasn't that he wasn't to be a priest after the the uh, uh, Aaronic priesthood he wasn't uh, a Levit- he wasn't this, there wasn't a, a call to be and he didn't come from in other words he didn't come from the line of Aaron that, that, and we'll talk about in, in more in, in chapter 7 but he, he said that, that he was appointed a priest forever according uh, uh, after the order of Melchizedek Melchizedek briefly was just a. he was a king priest he was the the king of Salem, the priest of God in the time of Abraham, you find him in Genesis chapter fourteen, verses seventeen through twenty, and and Melchizedek served as a type, as as a type of king and priest, which Jesus would fulfill, and so because Christ is after the Melchizedek order. He Christ is a priest forever. Christ is a priest forever. This is this is unlike the the, 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 the priesthood of, of Aaron and, 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 and his descendants. Christ, his appointment by God is for all eternity. You, you say where that where that's at? Look, look at Hebrews, turn over to Hebrews chapter seven. Verse 17, and, it, and this is going to be talked about more. Hebrews 7, 17 says, For it is witness of him, you are, talking about Christ, you are a priest forever after the order of Melchizedek." Look at verse 21. But this one, uh, chapter 7, Hebrews chapter 7, verse 21. But this one was made a priest with an oath by the one who said to him, the Lord has, has sworn and will not change his mind, you are a priest forever. Look at verse number 23, 23 through 24. The former priests were many in number because they were prevented by death from continuing office but he talking about Christ holds his priesthood permanently because he continues forever <laughs> beloved we're not going to we're not going to have a problem with sin when we get to heaven i i don't i want to dance with that we're not going to have a problem with sin because Christ, because of who Christ is, and He's our High Priest and, and the offering of Himself, we're not going to have a problem in heaven with sin, because we're going to be like Him. And, and the writer he points to the to, to Jesus' human experience. This is the, the Christ qualification. He can he can sympathize with people. Notice what the what the writer does pointing to the to the human experience of the eternal son of God when he became man. He said, verse seven in the days of his flesh, this is again, this points to the work of Christ during his, his earthly life. And, and this, this, this time in the flesh, this time as, as man. And and he still, he, he, I'd say the author is not saying that Jesus was in the flesh, only in his incarnation. That's not what he's saying. Jesus is even now reigning at the right hand of the Father. He is reigning as the God-Man. But here he's saying, just in his time here on his earth in the flesh, this this was essential for the fulfillment of his role. how he had he, this. His time in the, in the flesh was was essential. The word flesh here is or is. It refers to physical body. It's the same word that is used in John chapter one, verse 14, where it says the word became, you know what it says, right? The word became what? Flesh and dwelt among us. And so this is pointing to, to, to Christ and, and the fact that he was a man. He He was a man. And and, and in order for him to to serve as a representative for, for human beings. It's simple. He had to be a man. He he had to come into the world as a man. And, and, and he came into the world and he had, to, he had to subject himself to all the sufferings and to all the temptations that, that is inherent in the human nature. Hebrews chapter 2 verse 17 said, Therefore he had to be made like his brothers in every respect. This is Christ in, in, in the days of his flesh so that he might become A merciful and faithful high priest in the service of God to make propitiation for the sins of the people. Hebrews chapter two, verse 17. And and, and notice. That in the days of his flesh, notice the sacrificial work of of Jesus at the high priest. It says Jesus offered. You notice the, the, the change. He was referred to to Christ, and now he's referred to as Jesus. Talking about his earth. Like Jesus offered up prayers and supplications with loud cries and tears to Him who is able to save him from death. This is that Jesus uh, here is is this is his his showing that he had a point of contact with us. He he shared in in, in our humanity, and 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 he prayed. He he prayed and depended upon God, just like we have to pray and depend and obey God. Jesus Christ did the he he did the same thing. He, nothing he did was connected with sin like us. But but he he prayed, obeyed, and depended upon God. He 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 lived a uh, uh, he willingly lived a sacrificial life for for us. He he came and 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 and, and all that he did. Uh, can and and this this the fact of his humanity can be clearly seen in the garden of gethsemane in in Luke in Luke chapter 22 Luke chapter 22 verse 42 this is Jesus praying and 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 he said verse 42 father if you're willing Remove this cup from me. (laughs) We're going to talk about a little bit more about this and for for communion. If you're willing, remove this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. Look at verse 44 and being in agony. Have you experienced pain? (laughs) Have you experienced suffering? Jesus has too. And being in agony, he prayed more earnestly. His sweat became like great drops of blood falling down to the ground. He cried. Jesus, our great high priest, in the days of his flesh, he cried out. He trembled. He sweat. He suffered. He choked. And and, and he chose to do that, beloved, for you and me. Said that Jesus offered up prayers and supplications. With life. And so what does that mean for us to pray? We should be praying. Doesn't matter what we're going through. Jesus prayed facing the, the cross, facing the weight of the cross. Jesus Christ fell to his knees and prayed. Do you pray? Do you take sin seriously like our Lord did? And and he chose to do this. And and he said that his his prayers and supplication with loud cries and tears to him who was able to save him from death and was heard (laughs) because of his reverence. Jesus was heard because of his reverence. Reverence here is a posture of of trust and submission. Because Jesus trusted God, because Jesus submitted himself to God to do his will, the Father heard his prayer. John 5 and 30 says, I can do, Jesus said, I can do nothing on my own. As I hear, I judge, and my judgment is true, is just, because I seek not my own will, but the will of him who sent me. John 6 and 38 says, Jesus says, for I have come down from heaven, not to do my own will, but the will of him who sent me. We're talking about trust and the submission of our Lord Jesus Christ, the reverence of our Lord Jesus Christ for God the Father. John 17 and four, Jesus said, I have, I glorified you on earth, having accomplished the work that you gave me to do. Submission and reverence and obedience to God to father And, and so, so he can, he can sympathize w- w- with us because he had to, to obey just like us. He had to submit just like we're to submit to God. And, and look at verse eight. Although he was a son, he learned obedience through what he suffered experientially. Jesus Christ was tried. He was tested. And every step he obeyed. One writer noted this. He said of Jesus, his entrance into the world as a man involved him in the experiences that he which he would never have known had he remained in heaven. This obedience that that Jesus learned through suffering was something that he would have never experienced if he remained in heaven. And and and, and the fact that Jesus was God's son, this didn't prevent him from obeying. he got Jesus is God's son, and, and 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 he and yet he obeyed. He obeyed as a flesh and blood human being. He obeyed as a man. And, 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 and right right said, suffering here for, for Christ, it was, it was necessary for, for learning obedience. John Piper was helpful on this. And, and just hear him for a minute. This is what John Piper said. Quote, talking about Christ, he said, he moved from being untested to being tested and proven you nobody know, you know how gold in order for gold to be revealed to be gold you can you can put it in the fire and it doesn't change the the gold it just proves that it is what it is and, and christ in his in his suffering and, and his obedience proved that he was who he said he is god perfect holy righteous and just and john Piper goes on he says He moved from being untested to being tested and proven. He moved from obeying without any suffering to obeying through unspeakable suffering. It means that the gold of his natural purity was put in the crucible and melted down with a white hot pan so that he could learn from experience what suffering is and prove that his purity that that uh, approved that his purity would persevere. End quote. So, so, and 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 because Jesus suffering was necessary for him to learn, suffering is necessary for you and I as well, blood. On this side of heaven, we're going to suffer, and that suffering has a purpose. It has a purpose. It is to, to conform us to, to, to the image of Christ. It, it, the purpose is to, to mold us and to shape us and, and so that we can have the mind of Christ when we go out every day, when we go out and serve others. The suffering, at, beloved, the suffering that you're going through, it is doing something. It is shaping you. It is molding you. It is making you like Christ. It is. When, and when it happens, it for us, we're not pure as gold. It, when we're going through suffering, what suffering does? It, it is it it exposes the sin that is still in us. It, when we go through suffering, the sin that remains in us is, is exposed, and, and it gives us it's an opportunity for us to deal with our sin. Uh, uh, Charles Stanley said this. Uh, he said this. He said, "Don't waste your suffering. Don't waste." your your dark days don't waste it because god is doing something in it because our savior suffered and learned obedience he 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 can sympathize with people because he was a man like us who had to obey and pray depend upon god and he and and this is the 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 uh, the last qualification, he represents man to God as a sacrifice for sin. Verse nine. <laughs> and being made perfect. Christ obedience, Christ perfect obedience made him to be the perfect. The, the one who is perfectly fitted and suited to be our high priest. What Christ went through his life on earth made him a perfect high priest for us and be made perfect now again this is not saying that Jesus was imperfect it's just saying that Jesus now qualifies he meets all the qualifications for for being our high priest and and notice the writer says and become he became the source of of eternal salvation to all who obey him Christ notice he says became <laughs> there's no work there's not there is first of all there's nobody else that can do what Christ did that there is nobody else that can that can secure salvation for us there is only one he and being made perfect he Christ became the source of eternal salvation to all who obey him we we no longer need to rely upon a earthly high priest it, we do not need and if, and if you're watching and 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 you're you 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 have mary as your the uh, uh intermediary between you and god to to take your prayers to god you don't need mary there is only one who has become the source. Peter is not the source. The Pope is not the source. You are not the source. There is only one. Christ became the source of eternal salvation to all. This is the the qualifier. All who obey him. Yeah, we don't need to rely upon an intermediary who is a sinner like us we we, we need to we, we're saved through faith and we lived it out in obedience <laughs> you can't you, you say that you're saved but you're not obeying you need to to check your your salvation we're, we're saved through obedience of faith in him this this is the work that we're to do. John 6 and 29 says, this is the work of God. You want to know what the work of God is? You want to know what God wants you to do? Here it is. Here it is. John 6 and 29. This is the work of God that you believe in him who whom he has sent. The rich and ruler, what must I do to in- inherit eternal life? What must what is it that I must do? Jesus here answers all of those who 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 has the question, what must I do to be saved? Jesus answered, believe God. This is God's answer. Believe in him whom he has sent. Hear the gospel. Respond and trust in the gospel. Hear and respond to the gospel of Christ because it is he. It is Christ talking about his, his offering, of, a sacrifice of himself to us, his obedience and, and his, his, his righteous life. Listen to Ephesians 5 and 2. Christ loved us and gave himself up for us a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. Christ is a perfect Savior. And when God looks upon Jesus' sacrifice, and it's like a, a fragrant offering to him. He, he, he doesn't reject it because his son was perfect. He was perfectly obedient. Romans 5 and 9 says that sin reign in death, so also might uh, grace might also might reign through righteousness leading to eternal life. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, he he is the he is the perfect. He is the perfect sacrifice for our sins. And and because of that, he is the source of eternal salvation. Eternal salvation, beloved. Verse 10. Being designated by God, a high priest after the order of Melchizedek. God designated Jesus Christ high priest in the order of Melchizedek all the other high priests again was of the lineage of Aaron and and because of this this makes Jesus superior to Aaron and all earthly high priests he he Jesus is superior to all and so as we we close the the high priestly ministry of Jesus Christ knowing about the high priestly ministry, meditating upon the high priestly ministry of Jesus Christ is important to your faith on every day. Because if, if 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 you don't trust in what Christ has done, guess what? You're trying to do it yourself. You're you're trying to 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 please God yourself. You're trying to do the work yourself. But you remember that you have a high priest who, who is a mediator, a perfect mediator between you and Holy God. That you can that you can depend upon Him. And, and, and when you need grace, grace is available. When you sin and you need mercy, mercy is available. All these uh, grace and mercy is available to you so that you can stay on the path of obedience. So that you can serve in the difficult times. So that you can so that you can so that you can you can face your suffering and and, and your difficult serving. You can face it with hope in Jesus Christ. Many of you are suffering. I have nothing for you but Christ. Peter and John said, silver and gold, I have none. Mark and I, we have nothing to give you but Christ. What do you need? Christ. That's what you need. You need the knowledge of Jesus Christ. That's why Peter prayed. And he said, for, for those believers he was writing to, he said, grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. That's all I have. It's Christ. It's Christ. If you come in here looking for something else, I can't give you nothing, nothing but Jesus Christ. For he is sufficient. He is the great high priest. He is the Son of God. He is Christ Jesus, the Lord. Let's pray. father we we often forget during times of trial and tribulation we 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 often are are forgetful of who you are we we make our circumstances and situations bigger than you are in our minds. Help us to remember Christ, who is your last, sufficient, perfect word to us. You have nothing else to say to us apart from Christ. You have no other help to give to us apart from Christ. There is no salvation that that we can have apart from Jesus Christ. And so, Father, may we as a church and as we, we, we journey on this, this difficult journey on this earth, may we raise the banner of Jesus Christ. May Christ be on our tongues. Christ be in our hearts. Christ be in our minds. Because when Christ is the center, and when we say like Paul, for me to live is Christ. And to die is gain. When we're able to to make that a, a, a way of life, then we will have peace and joy even though we're suffering. Thank you for Christ. Amen.